Hello and welcome to the Sports Society podcast, a show about everything sports. Join us each week as we review and dissect the top games and sporting events across the globe, listening to the latest news to emerge from the world of sports. My name is Dan, and as always, I am joined by Chris, Ads and Josh. This is the Sports Society podcast. How are we, lads? Good, mate. Kicking goals, mate. Good as always. You're, you're always kicking goals, Chris. Always. <laughs> You don't kicking kick goals, at, though. Kicking at Scott, the goals. You score them, you go say, in the goal. Yeah. <laughs> I was going to say that. You don't kick many goals, do you? In five aside, yeah. 11 aside, <laughs> zero. Yeah. Score goals, though. I don't know about kicking them. I mean, you'd have a lot of time on the bench to practice. So. Exactly, mate. That's yeah. It. The only problem is they don't have a goal set up on the bench. All right, let's get into the real stuff, boys. Oh, sorry, are we holding you up, Josh, shall we? Sorry, yeah. Uh, are you in a rush, mate? I'm, I'm fired up. I'm ready to go. <laughs> All right. Well, I'm working night shift again, so I'm not having a beer. So, yeah. Oh, you're not having a beer? No. Oh, hey, hey. Here we go. The, the week Ooh. that I don't have a beer, you're all like, oh, yeah, beer. Oh, yeah, beer. Cause light, boys. Yeah, nice. Oh, nice. Cold as the Rockies. There you go. All right. Let's, let's, uh, let's not keep Josh up anymore. Yeah. Quite seems like he's got a. He seems like he's got some uh, housework to attend to. Yeah, maybe he's, he's got, got fire clean, in his belly, clean, cleaning his mirror behind him. Like, <laughs> <isn't he? laughs> see those, see those handprints. Yeah, that is that is above my that is above yeah. my shoulder height. Yeah, my son dragged the kitchen chair into our bedroom. <laughs> this is this is last night after he ripped the inside of my nose and it bled for half an hour. <laughs> and he sat there laughing. He's grabbed the chair and he's. He's managed to stand up on the chair, grab a picture frame. So I've taken him down. As I'm removing the chair, he sprints out to the lounge room, grabs my can of Coke Zero and starts swigging out of it. <laughs> you need to put him in a cage, mate. He's so in a cage. A <laughs> we went to a play center today and he, he slapped two other kids because <laughs> they, they pushed him out of the way. So he thought. Oh, well, wait. Father fair. like son. Yeah. It's quite <laughs> fire with fire. That's it. All right, let's do sports. Let's do Let's it. go. Let's talk sport. Go on, Josh. Yeah, you got fire in your belly. I do. I do. You know, I'm a big, uh, big football convert. Big, uh, yep. big soccer fan, as we call it down here. Um, yep. And I think after the recent World Cup success, I asked the question to you two because I asked since not long ago, and you two both were unsure of the answer. So I'm going to ask you again after the Women's <laughs> World Cup and the Socceroos campaign last year. Do you now agree with me that Australia is a football nation? Yeah, almost there. How are they how are they only almost there though? They've sold out every game. England versus Colombia sold out a fifty thousand seat stadium. They get it the Matildas did not have a spare ticket to any of their games. It is the highest attending women's World Cup ever held. The soccer ruse when they played in the World Cup, you could not get a spare seat at Amy Park. You could not get a spare seat on the harbour. The, the Matildas sold out Amy Park just to watch the game on a big screen. We have to be classified as a football nation now, surely. I think once you start packing out your A-League stadiums week in, week out, then you can say you're a football <clears throat> state or country. But it's... A World it's, Cup is different. Like it, it brings people from all over the world and you, you're packing out stadiums, not necessarily full of Australians. Like they're full of all types of people. So selling out Amy Park to watch the game on a on a projector, and I know what you're saying about the A League, but the the unfortunate nature is, the A League is horrible. 
and we haven't got the money to bring the world's best players over. I love football mm. and I don't watch the A-League. It's horrendous. So until you're a footballing nation, in inverted commas, like yeah, but- to pump money into your own domestic league, how are we gonna then, do you can, then you can call yourself a football how, nation. How are we going to... Because you, you've already got the Saudi League that's that's invading the greatest league, of, in my opinion, the best sports league in the world, hands down. The Premier League is by far the greatest sports league in the world, hands down, in my opinion. How when they're getting players taken off and what's this little island in Australia where the average player salaries, I think 400,000, not even. Yeah. What hope have we got to create a competitive competition? You, you haven't basically. So we're, we're, yeah. we're a premier league country here. Optus, Optus sports has a huge amount. We are a premier league country in Australia. You saw when Tottenham and West Ham came out for a friendly, they sold out Optus stadium in Perth, 55,000. Well, of, of course they're going to mate. It's the best league in the world. That's what I mean. Of course, you, of course not, it's going to sell, it's going to sell out in the middle of Afghanistan, mate. No, of course it I'm would. not saying I want to see him play. I don't think we're saying you're not a footballing nation. I feel like it's if you're going off the back of a World Cup, like I don't think you can now say, oh yeah, we are a football nation because the Matildas, the very sought after team at the minute, very famous for Sam Kerr and and Fowler and stuff like that. Is it Fowler or Ford? Fowler and Ford. They're both oh, Fowler and Ford. But all really good women. But the the question is, where do they all play? All in England. There you go. All in England, go. or for there's a few that play for Barcelona, but the, I, super, the women's super league, right? So yeah. you put in A league. Yeah. So after the World Cup, yeah, you put on a women's football match, or you put on an A league football match. How many people are you going to get in the stadium? I wouldn't go. I go. don't. I don't. I don't like it. I, I, the A league is a is a horribly run competition. It's a horrible standard. It's like you had someone, was it Nanny that came out, played for, for Perth Glory, who basically laughed at the Melbourne season. victory. Melbourne, played Melbourne. for victory. Yeah. Who was the one that played for Perth last year? Daniel Sturridge. That's it. Who basically laughed in the competition's face. It's like this country is so desperate for good football. As, as we saw, and as Dan said, you would sell it out anyway. But if the good teams come, the fans will follow. I just, I'm just a Premier League man. So unless they bring out... Premier League teams all the time here. I ain't following any other code. I don't even follow any other football code. Like, look, it will grow. The A-League will grow. It will just take a, a long time. If they start funding it, it'll grow. It, it yeah, needs, got fund needs funding. This goes off the back of the whole Matilda's increase in sponsorship thing that we briefly talk, talked about beforehand. So I'll just read like a little extract of this article. It's not long. Says the Commonwealth Bank, the CBA may need to fork out more than forty million to remain naming rights um, for the Matildas following their World Cup success. So the CBA's four-year sponsorship deal, which is believed to be worth more than two million a year, expires in twenty twenty-five. So, yeah, I agree with you, Josh. If you, when you say that Australia is now a footballing nation, they've had one good World Cup, and now they're asking for a lot more money. Hang on a minute. What what success did they have? Well, they came fourth. They came fourth. <laughs> no, yeah. So they lost. Yeah. They lost. They came. There's a. There's a. I shouldn't say we're a football. I'll. I'll rejig my my statement. I shouldn't say we're a football nation. We're desperate to be a football nation. The, the yeah. hunger's there. The drive's there. The desire's there. We have a. You've, male... just, you've just had two World Cups back to back, and. You know, you packed out Fed Square and you packed out a few Rod Laver stadiums. There's nothing. It's nothing like special about 
packing the stadium out but for your fans this, to go watch the. This like, is what Josh is saying. It's it's special for Australia because they're not a special. football nation. They're very proud and strung up on the AFL and the NRL, but depending yeah, where you're from. Yeah, so we're not though. That's what I'm saying. Like we are not a football nation. We do not have, we do not have a single Socceroos player playing in the Premier League. Right, we do not have a single Socceroos yet. We got to the round of sixteen. We did not have. We do not have one player playing in any of the top leagues around the world. Yet we get to the round of sixteen. This game that the Matildas had a viewership of eleven point seven million. That is the largest TV viewing audience in Australia. Anything TV show, movie, sports game since nineteen eighty. The huge. desperation's there. The hunger's there. But our, our, and this is why I get so annoyed because I do think we are, we are starved to be a football nation. But there's no talent coming through. And there is with the female side of things. I I do admit that. We've got, you know, um, Mackenzie Arnold, who's a starting keeper for West Ham. We've got Sam Kerr, who's arguably the best striker in the world. Well, she is a female striker. I mean, I mean, she missed a load of sitters against England, but yeah, she scored she, a screamer. She only played two games. But all that, all that banter aside, though, like, how the hell did I actually start developing players? Because it does my head in. Like, we are well above where we should, given that, Soccer received less funding than bloody cycling in this country. You, you do need funding. So how do you do it? Like, well, that's, that's well, down to private investors, mate. Like, you can't, you can't be calling on the government to to fork out two hundred million, four hundred million, five hundred million every year into sport when you get to what you get to the last sixteen of the World Cup once every four years. Like, you can't be then. Oh, we deserve four hundred million. Because we got to the last 16 of a World Cup. We, we won two games. Well, how many games did Australia win to get to the last 16? I think it was two games and they drew one. But you can't then demand 400 million from the government and go, so, and then like with the Matildas saying, oh, we, you know, we got 200 million to so, women's sports and we didn't get 200 million to ourselves. Because what, what, what will 200 million to women's sport do in Australia? But it's not, the thing is, it's not. You a- haven't even got a women's league. It's not about demanding, though. No, we do. We do. Do you? Yeah. Yeah, yeah do you? We've got, a, we've got an A-League, a, a W. Yeah, A-League. But, uh, oh, of course you do. Yeah, of course you do. Yeah. Mate, it's not about 400 million. It's what what really pisses me off, I told you I was loaded up, I've been hanging on to this for two weeks, is it is the largest participate, it is the largest sport in terms of junior participation in the country. It is ahead of AFL, it's ahead of NRL, cricket, everything. Yet... The game gets less funding than ballet, uh, than cycling and gymnastics. <laughs> ballet? It gets one-tenth of the funding that AFL gets from the federal government. Yet it is the highest participated sport. You've got kids out there. Registration for junior football, soccer, is $600 a year compared to AFL, which is $110. So people can't afford it. It's not it's not reachable for, for most people. It's... There's no pathway. Where's the pathway in Australia to get to overseas? You've got, I think Juventus has got an academy around the corner from where I am, and that's about it. Like, that Juventus is really the only international club. Why isn't the federal government trying to promote Barcelona or Man City or, I know Melbourne. You have, Melbourne, Melbourne City is Man City. There's no pathway, though. There's no path. There's no academy. There's no proper pathway. The academy is to Melbourne City, and that's it. Like, Victory have got a pretty good academy. Victory, don't Wolves um, have an affiliation with Truganina? Only one player that came out of the Victory Academy that's gone and succeeded overseas. When I say succeeded, top flight league. I, I don't know, I couldn't. I, I think you've got... It's a, only a, domestically. You go to you've Japan. got a sort... 
you've got to sort your domestic leagues out before you can start demanding money from a decent World Cup. Like, you can't just be like, oh, we're now a football nation. We got to the last 16. Oh, we, we came fourth in the last Women's World Cup. We're now a football nation. Like, you need to sort out your league structure first in the in the A-League. You can't have this one league for all. Um, you need to sort that out. You need, And then once you sort that out and you get a bit more competitive, people might want to go, oh, I might actually invest in this team. You need, might you actually need put some fund. money into it. You need huh? to fund. You need to fund your junior programs. That's what I'm saying. Like Japan is, Japan, I think, has got close to 20 listed Premier League players at the minute. They had the same as us five years ago, six years ago. They have heavily yeah. invested in football and they are now... I, I wouldn't be surprised if Jan, Japan finished top four in the next Men's World Cup. That, they are that like they are freaks. They were at the same point of us. They've invested. We don't. There's no, there's no, there's no proper academy. There's no incentive. Where you talk about these high performance schools, there's no high performance soccer academies. Dan can say victory, but it's not that high performance. They're, they're just training him up to play A League. Like it does me head in. There needs to be more investment, man. Well, anyway, we strayed off the subject of um, women's World Cup, so I just want to say. England notches out. <laughs> England notches out. And yeah, got battered. <laughs> who won? You got battered 3 1. Yeah, who won and in the final match? Who yeah, won? Obviously, yeah. Well, look. We got the medal. You got the wooden spoon. We, kept, we got silver medal at least. Um, <laughs> but it's not about the final, mate. It's about the semi final. No, let's together. talk about the final. We spoke no, about no, the no, last no, week. Jump no, no. to the final, lads. No, no, no. Let's just quickly b- touch on the uh, Australia-England <laughs> game. I was watching it in Fed Square, and I think we were the only English in, uh, I think it was Deluxe Beer Garden or something. Yeah. Honestly, England scored first, right? So we all, yeah. Everywhere else was silent, mate. Honestly, you mm-hmm. couldn't hear, like, it was like tumbleweed. <laughs> Australia score, it erupted. Beer was everywhere. I honestly thought I was in England at one point. Football nation. And then obviously England scored goal, the man. second goal and the third goal. I was just giving it, oh, sorry, <laughs> can't hear anything now. <laughs> yeah, well, and, and, and actually, I was talking to people behind us. They weren't even Australian. They're Irish and Scottish support in Australia to yeah, be because England. Because no one wants to be English, mate. No one wants to support oh, This is what I mean. Half of your, half of your supporters are made up of other nations. Because we're a multicultural country now, Chris. <laughs> they're all paid actors or they're Irish, Scottish or Welsh. Did you say they're paid actors? Most of them are probably paid actors as well. <laughs> all, the, all the Australians watching are screaming at the TV, getting try, trying to get the women to pick the ball up. <laughs> uh, to be honest, I reckon they rented a, rented a warehouse out, stick, stuck about a million TVs in there and tuned it all into the Women's World Cup and go, oh, look, Channel 7, there's 40 million bloody... People watching the game. Serious question: right. Who's a bigger English flog, Lauren James or John Terry? Who's uh, who's, who's the bigger dick? <laughs> oh, Lauren James. Yeah, right. she's she's an idiot. Oh, actually, there's a few. Tyson Fury is a flog. Lauren James is a flog. Tyson Fury is not a flog. Nah, Lauren James isn't a flog. flog. Lauren James is good. Half of Lauren James just steps on opponents' backs when they're on the ground, not even looking. She's a flog. Look, we didn't even look. We didn't even need her to beat you. So. What was that guy's name? Um, was it Ollie Robertson? That flog. Shit. Put him on Robinson. Get Robinson. Right, Robertson. Same shit. They're all crap. How did England go in the World Cup final? We yeah, lost, lost one nil again. You choked again. Yeah. See that? That for me is a. Did you? How did you get on against Sweden? I don't. We got three nil. Absolutely smashed to pieces by Sweden. Nation though. 
Oh, you're not a football Funny. nation now. No. <laughs> According to you, we're not. We're not hang on, hang on. So you came fourth year, so you left the World Cup without a medal. That makes you the first losers. Um, I'm going to interject here. During the, you didn't even get bronze, mate. Chris, Chris Loser. Later wearing a Melbourne Storm shirt up there. You know he was messaging me during the first Matildas game, singing a national anthem, screaming when the Socceroo scored. And now because he's with another pom, he's trying to pretend he hates the Aussies. He's a complex. It's three Aussies versus one pom now, I'm telling you. Hey, mate, the only reason I was cheering for the Matildas is because I want a public holiday. And no, it's not going to happen. Not. So you can, you can stick it now. I said I would cheer Australia on if England weren't in the tournament, but I can't cheer. I would if I if if Australia made the final, I would cheer Australia on, obviously. But you didn't. You talk so, so much. You didn't make you the final. Not. You would not. Of course you would. Of course I would. Yeah, I would. No, but in, but the thing is, bottom line is, you didn't make the final. So loser. Yep. And you lost to us. So and it makes well, it even better. So <laughs> I think that's the most. Um, like annoying thing is we lost to you flogs as well. It yeah. wasn't even like we got kicked out from another country. We had to lose to you. That group chat was awfully quiet. <laughs> from oh, Josh, I, I especially. Just, I just yeah. acknowledge athletes for athletes, unlike you flogs who, oh, who try and bring down other nations. Shut up. I, I just I just thought You just asked if Lauren James or John Taylor was the biggest flog. Well, she is a flog. <laughs> when they're face to the ground. Yeah, look, we didn't need like we we didn't. It was need a fair it. question. It was a good. It was, it was a fair question, but he contradicted himself two <laughs> seconds later. Full of contradiction today, Joshua. Oh, there was no contradiction there. She's just a flog. You acknowledge <laughs> athletes, English, but then you call them flogs. Did you guys see? I think the biggest flog is the Australian manager. Do you see him doing this? Pony Gustavin, yeah. yeah. Mm. <laughs> He's like, no, 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 no. no. How's the casual outfit on him, though? All of them are wearing suits, and he's gone with the cap and the trackies. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And he's singing. Yeah. What's your thoughts on a Scottish coach singing the national anthem of, of the country that they're managing? I don't know. If, I don't know. No. Nah. No, nah, you shouldn't Scottish, be doing that. He's a Scottish native. Unless you're a citizen and, you, and you're a citizen of that country, I reckon it's a bit, bit odd. Yeah, I wouldn't be singing the national anthem if I wasn't a citizen. No. No. Would you sing in the Aussie national anthem now? You're not a citizen, you're a resident. I don't even know it. <laughs> Whereas Dan, you would you would now, wouldn't you? Well I'm a citizen, yes. Yeah. So. yeah. No, nah, interesting conversation. But boys, England did well. Gotta be happy. Yeah. Yeah. Right. To, to be to be fair, it was a good tournament. It was a great mm-hmm. tournament. All right, let's 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 move on or or should I say let's let's move back actually. We've had a question um in from Andy. Now as I know we me and you both mentioned it last week. But obviously, I think this question warrants all four of our attention. So that's why we've yep. saved it for this week. So shout out, Andy. Thanks for the question, mate. So I'll read it out. Um, Anthony Albanese just announced $200 million to be invested into women's sport on the back of the Matildas' success. The football community is absolutely disgusted. When other sports ask for money, they get it. When football in this country asks for money, other sports get it. I think what the Matildas have done have warranted the investment. They finished fourth. Yeah, I know they finished fourth, right? But they also didn't get knocked out in the group stages. So they, they progressed, right? They, they they did well. Yeah. And I said to Ads last week, at one stage, I thought they were genuinely going to win it. But obviously they didn't. But I still think that that warrants the money. Yeah, but what are they asking for? They're asking for the asking. by themselves. Well, yeah. he, 
Anthony Albanese announced 200 million to be invested into women's sport. Yeah, but women's sport, but what they want 200 mil for like themselves as a... As no, a that's that's a different thing. That's for naming rights from the CBA. Yeah. So what... That's different. So what would they be happy with? Well, that's... 200 mil is a fair bit. That's, that, that's not what the question's asking. So what's the question? Because the, the way I see it, they've pledged 200 million into women's sport. I don't see what the problem is. So, no, the question is... So the football community is disgusted because it has to take for success for the investment to happen. So I, I view it as the other way, which I agree with. I view it as a question that's... And I, it's legitimate. Once again, football, largest participation rate for male and female juniors. Yet the the, the two football teams in terms of Australian history have done really well at a World Cup. Right? For our expectation, done really well. We finally get an injection of money. And instead of giving it to just the footballing community, to build more local football clubs, to build academies, he's announced it for wider sports. So even though AFL gets so much money already, they're going to get a piece of this pie. And NRLW, even though they've done nothing with the Matildas, they're going to get a piece of this pie. The money should be just used for football in Australia. Juniors, men, women, non-binary, I don't care. He said 200 mil. That doesn't mean it's going to be equally separated for our all. It should be all going to soccer. It was a soccer success. It should be, yeah. It should all be going to Australian football, building academies, building grounds. I know it's not a lot of money, but it's still enough. To do it's something, something, yeah. Or to bring out the best teams in the world, use it to fund out and bring out two Premier League clubs for, for, for a game and build it up that way. But instead, <clears throat> AFL, who's already got a huge amount of money, is going to get some of it. And then I was going to get some of it. People who pedal bikes for a living is going to get some of it. Well, how much did um, the World Cup or the government make from the World Cup? Does anyone well, know? Generated seven hundred and eighty million for FIFA, the World Cup. Yeah, that's for FIFA. But that's um, what did the government make out of it? I'll have a look. Because uh, if the government made three hundred mil and they're pledging two hundred mil to women's sport, then I don't see that as a bad. No, bad thing fair. for women's sport because if mm. if you made seven hundred mil in the government because it's the government that's pledging the money it's not FIFA that's pledging the money money no it's but the it's government not, it's not about it going to women's sport it's about it going no. to other sports just put it into football it should yeah be it should be women's football but or what I'm saying is football. it's the government that is it's this is yeah the the FIFA World Cup was held in Australia right so FIFA make. A, a certain amount of money they probably make the most they come out with the most amount of money for this because it's their tournament right uh, but then the government will make a percentage of that total sum so i think 993 million was met was with the revenue for the for the world cup 700 mil went to um fifa like you said 200 mil to 300 mil probably went to the government and the government says that 200 mil is going to go into women's sport it was the women's tournament He's he's probably identifying that all women's sport needs progression, and you know the netball World Cup probably didn't make a lot of money, or the women's cricket World Cup probably didn't make a lot of money. So instead of then pushing all this money into women's soccer, we'll try and progress all the sports. So I feel like it's a good decision. It's a calculated decision by the government. Like you can't just expect the government to go, ah, oh, this was this was made from a women's tournament. Therefore, we will give it all to women's football, which as we know, is pretty crap here. And all your, all your decent players play in the Super League in Europe. So yeah. they are, they're, trying to build, they're trying to build women's sport in general. Trying to build in it in general, yeah. Which is, 
a yeah. good thing. So you want yeah, all true. women's sport to to progress. You don't you don't you want do, to just get do. trumped by football. Like the thing is, you get trumped by football, you get the situation like you get in all these countries where football is only it's like a religion, and women only do that, and men only do that, and they don't do anything else. So he's probably trying to build everything up. Two years ago, when the federal government gave the AFL close to a $400 million grant, I believe, for, for AFLW, mm. you know how much of that went to women's football in the country? Zero dollars. That was given to AFLW based on the success of their third season. The AFL said, thank you, we'll take that. Yet the Matildas, who have busted their ass to get to this stage, who have would have self-funded 90% of their career, finally do well. Football in this country is there to be taken off and they might only get 20 or 30 million of it. Mm. And that's going to do nothing. That won't even build a bloody stadium. Like mm. we need more stadiums. We need more purpose-built football stadiums. But you don't, you don't need there. stadiums. Like you need grassroots. Correct. Sorry, so that's you what don't I mean. need stadiums. I like, agree with that. Yes. Yep. You, you, you can walk, see the argument you got to walk before sides. you can run. Purpose-built academy is what it should have been used for. There should have been an established purpose-built AIS football academy. But they still might. They need to. They won't because they're idiots. Yeah, but they, they haven't come out and said that uh, like 20 million was just going to go to the soccer. Like, do you know what I'm saying? It could be 50 mil that's going towards them. Yeah. could be 75. Uh, They've just said 200 in general are going to women's sport. It could be 130. So, 100. do you know what I'm saying? Yeah, we don't know the breakdown of the cost, right? I think most we'll of it should know, be soccer, though. Yeah, 100%. Yeah, we'll need to know more most about the should. breakdown to jump more onto this because if it is 30 million, yeah, that's not fair because they obviously, you know, created that whole um, scenario getting all that money in. So, But you're you're forgetting that um, you don't know where this 200 million is made up of. It could have been, you've had the Netball World Cup. That There could have been like two mil, Correct. three, four mil that is in there from the Netball World Cup. You could have had some from the Women's Cricket World Cup. Like that 200 million might not just be made straight from the FIFA tournament. That could be a pool of all the women's sports that have been played recently and now is being pumped back into women's sports in full. So we don't know the breakdown of the, the revenue from the FIFA tournament. I don't think that if you, you, you do a tournament and the government make a percentage, then it pumps back straight back into that sport when you've got other sports that need money as well. Because then, one then it's just like the Premier League, like that, like the Premier League gets all the money throughout all the, the football, and all the all the other leagues actually get all their money filtrated through the Premier League. The Premier League is the one that dishes out their money, so you don't want that. It's just a tyranny at the end of the day. You don't want one sport ruling everything. I think he's done the right thing by getting trying to get all sport to a good level rather than just pump money into one. Your flogs. Yeah, I, I, don't, I don't. I don't know. Good question, Andy. Definitely yeah, great question. Yeah. <laughs> All right, so let's move on to the prem, and let's let's just go off the back of what you just said there, Chris, about the money filtering through the prem. Yeah, that's the whole. That's the reason why the Premier League is the best sport, but uh, the best sporting league in the world. Correct. Yeah. It's, it's amazing because it gets all that funding. And I don't think you could ask any Englishman. I don't think you'd have it any other way. We, we love that high quality level of football because of money. amazing product from the unique stadiums. Like you've got Tottenham Hotspur Stadium, which the cock and ball at the top of the roof, but it is a pretty <laughs> awesome looking stadium. 
And it is, yeah. Bay, then you go to Craven Cottage, which is a really boutique stadium. The shed. Then you go to, to Anfield, which is arguably the most... The crack den. Would that be yep. the fam- most famous sports stadium in the world or one of them? I think everyone would know where Anfield is. Yeah, because half of Australia support Liverpool for some reason. I, I hate Liverpool. But... It's so annoying. Um, Premier League was grouse this weekend, though. It was, it was good. I loved it. Chrissy, mm. do you think... What a question here. Do you think Brighton have potentially got a chance of being Leicester 2.0? No, they lost to West Ham last night. But still, I, I get that. But based off how they played the first two games and and their talent, have they got a chance? Do you think they'll repeat the feat of last year and finish in the top six then? Yeah, they, I don't think they'll do a Leicester, but they might finish in the top half of the table. They've got some good players. Mm. Some of, Bright, some of Brighton which will I'm, finish top six. Some of which I'm renowned for not pronouncing right. But um, they've got some good players. <laughs> Matoma for me, I, I fucking love Matoma, man. Yeah, he's such good. a good player. Um, Pascal Gross, hey, he's hey. got it. Um, no, they got some good players. Um, even Dunk at the backs, quality. Mm. Yeah, Lewis Dunk. He's he's English, isn't he? He's English. Yeah, yeah. I don't he's, know why he's why not is it, why up. is he not? Yeah, I was just about to say that. Yeah, get rid of get rid of Monguire, Monguire. and then we'll put we'll put Lewis Lewis Dunk at the back. Yeah, I, he's great. I, I, yeah, I I think he's quality. I think you should even get... Isn't Dan Byrne from Newcastle English? I think he should get yeah. a shot as well. Yeah, Dan Byrne's a unit. Yeah. Mate, I've bat four at the minute. I think it's John Stones, Harry Maguire and someone else. You get Lewis Duncan, Dan Byrne and John Stones in there. Solid. Mate, they're all like yeah. six for eight. I know. But Stones. even John Stones can play CDM now. That's yeah. what he's been playing for City. So yeah, but you've got you Rice. even push him up. You've got Rice in CDM. Don't need John Stones, Stones at, mate. Stones and Rice at CDM. So you push push rice forward a little bit. Three rounds in, then who's been your who's been your most impressive side? Then the team that you've looked at and thought, yeah, they're they're better than I thought they were, or they're they're going to be hard to beat. I'll go. I'll All go right, first. One do this is <laughs> definitely not Tottenham. Oh, <laughs> um, no, the, the the team that sort of surprised me the most is Adam's newfound team. Arsenal. West- West Ham, mate. <laughs> it's not a newfound team. Yeah, it is. Will, the will has spoken. Fuck West Ham. Anyway, West, West Ham. West Ham oh. for me. I think, I think they've just come out. I thought they were going to be rubbish. I thought they were going to be battling for relegation again. So but, is James Ward-Prowse the most underrated player in there? He's not underrated. He's, nah, not, he's underrated. not underrated. Always been. I would say he's overlooked. Yeah, that's right. best assist players in the league like that bloke it's assist after assist after he's crosses and his corner taking ability is absolutely ridiculous he's James Ward Prowse is the best set piece taker in the world he is uh, I mean Messi is but he's second I think it was a, a stat that I'd argue is, the toss no yeah. no no Messi's best he's second though he's definitely second how's it taken him this long to find himself <clears throat> at, and I classify West Ham as a big-ish club How's they it, are a massive club, mate. How long? How's it taken him this long to find himself at one of those big clubs? Well, Southampton used to be a very big club, but they weren't last year. Let's be honest. Mm, no, I wouldn't rubbish, say they're a big club. They've, they've been in the Prem for a very long time. Yeah, there's just been all. There's always been better players around, and now I feel like now West Ham lost uh, Declan Rice. 
they had a bit more money. They, I think they signed that Alvarez, uh, Ward-Prowse. There's always been really good attacking midfielders because everyone looks from abroad. So you've got the Kevin De Bruyne, the Martin Odegaard, the Fernandes. They always look for these technically gifted uh, Spanish players where they can just look in their own back garden and get James Ward-Prowse, who's just as good. Um, yeah. Which West Ham have finally done. I've been, I've been saying for years... Uh, Ward Prowse should one be in the England team at least, just because of his set pieces, right? So England yeah. get a free kick to win the World Cup, and you've got Ward Prowse yeah. on the on the bench. Bring him on. So, you've also got Alexander Arnold and Kieran Trippier to take set pieces. They're just mate, as good, but I mean Ward Prowse is better. Ward Prowse but... is better though. This is what I'm saying. Like he yeah, is yeah. so overlooked, like you say, um, because of all the talent you've got in <laughs> Europe and. Everyone likes the big name signings, don't they? Like nobody likes your. Oh yeah, we got War Prowse for twenty mil. They want a sixty million pound signing from Benfica or something. Yeah. So they want these wonder strikers and that. I know you're happy with Declan Rice, but if you were going to talk about which player you think will have the biggest impact for their club, keeping in mind Arsenal's already freakish, would you say James Ward Prowse will have a bigger impact on West Ham? Or Declan Rice will have a bigger impact on Arsenal's chances of, of winning or not winning, but Ooh, being. That's, that's a good. That's a good yeah. question. That. And that's why you agree with that twenty million dollar tag because they didn't pay a hundred million for him. I think that Declan Rice has brought defensive stability to Arsenal, whereas Ward Prowse has brought attacking stability mm-hmm. to West Ham or attacking threat to West Ham. And if I'm pretty sure they've signed that Alvarez. Uh, if they if they have, then th- it's really good business for them. Um, but still, I mean, Arsenal are leaking goals regardless. So you see that one, yeah. that one last night was ridiculous. We'll get on to that game soon. But um, yeah. stats from last night, Daniel. Did you see the, the West Ham stats, which were mad? I did not. Go on, finish in. West Ham win 3-1. They only generate 12 shots on target compared to Brighton's 25. And West Ham only had 22% of possession. And they only had 208 passes for the whole match compared to Brighton's 800, and they win 3-1. Well, what How, does that tell you? Like, that just tells you that West Ham's just quality going forward. But it also <clears> tells you, I reckon, that Brighton, that was an aberration, that performance last night. I actually think Brighton are really yeah. good. Really good. Um, yeah, Brighton are, are good. They're a very, very strong attacking team. And I think West Ham just took that into account and just played the, the counter-attacking football. Good football. And it, and it clearly worked. Yeah. Mm. Mate, Bowen's goal was quality. You see the touch. Long ball from Benrahma. Bowen, one touch, killed the ball, and a little tap in bottom corner. Mate, he is another player. Jared Bowen is is unreal. Yeah. Is he English? He's English, yeah. Again, why is he not in the England squad? I was just going to say, is he not someone that should be... Should be in the team, 100%. It's also yeah. like you've got Saka in right wing as well. That's probably why he's not starting. But he should definitely be in the bench. Definitely be on the my, bench. My love child, that bloke. I'm in love with Saka. Can't you play Cam as well, Jared oh, Bowen? I don't know. I'm not sure. Yeah, I'm not sure. But he's, he's unreal. You mentioned Saka. He is... I love him. He doesn't even play for my team and I love him. Who? Yeah. He, Saka. Saka. Oh, like did yeah. you see yeah. last night when I he... I love him too. It's raining, yeah. No player can, no player can first touch properly and he gets a, a cross clean touch then basically trips Tete over to the point where he falls over then he just cut through the box awesome strike just misses but mm. he's a he's a freak man how old is he 20 22 21 22 yeah. 21 22 
He's unreal, man. Like, that game was the most frustrating game to watch last night, and I stayed up for it as well. Like, first minute, I swear, every time I, I tune in to watch Arsenal, we concede in the first six games. 55 seconds, on Oh, my God. I, honestly, I saw it. I was, it was Saka. I mean, Saka passed it. But this new system that Arsenal are doing at the minute where they put Thomas Party at right back, what happened was Saka got the ball, Thomas Partey instantly made the run into midfield, leaving that right that gap. Like how how many times, right, does your winger get the ball and your right back just darts into midfield? So we lose the ball mm. and they're through, like instantly through because you've left a massive gap in your defence. Yeah. Thomas Thomas Partey's not a right back, and I, no, I don't know why we're playing player. him there. I know I know he wants to do that inverted midfielder role thing. So then when he when the defence have the ball, they go to a back three and Thomas Partey then goes into midfield. But he's not he is not the player for that. Zinchenko is from the left back, he is not that player from the right back. Um but yeah, I mean if, after that you just defended the whole game, just part the bus. And we just struggled to break you down. Defensively, like defensively, it was a, a great a really well coached defensive team. I thought we were managed really well, we being Fulham. My question to you as a Gunners fan, that last goal to Jao Polina, yeah. how the hell was he left unchecked in the box when he in the is the most deadly player for a volley in our side and he's left in the 87th minute for Harrison Reed to just put it on a dime. Not one Arsenal player within two metres of him. What the hell was going on? No, mate, it was back it was Saka and Ben White that left him. And he just, he literally peeled off and it came, it went straight to his feet and he just volleyed it bottom corner. Thing is like, we're, we're, we're saying we're buying all these defensive players, Declan Rice, Saliba, and then we're leaving out Gabriel and then we're bringing on like attacking midfielders. Like I said to you earlier on in, in the group, we go to what we we absolutely did like pummeled you for seventy minutes to get back in the game. So we finally got to two one, and then what do we do? We sit back and invite the pressure again. We almost go right. We've got two one now. We'll just do what you were doing all game and just sit. Go for the third goal, man. Just roll over. Yeah, best form of attack. Best form of defense is attack. Keep going because what what was happening when put pressure we, on them? Yeah, when we were one 0 down, what was happening for the whole game? You didn't have the ball when you were defending the whole game. Yeah. The yeah, where we get 2-1 up and then we park the bus and invite the pressure because we feel like we can defend. But the problem is, we can't. We let a goal in against Nottingham Forest and they nearly fucking got a draw. We we only just scraped a win past Crystal Palace and we only, only just scraped the draw with you guys. So defensively, it's not what I was expecting. Arsenal are bad at defending, eh? We're just... <laughs> Offensively, you're flawless. Chrissy will tell you, even last night, like Marco Silva, in my opinion, is one of, if not, well, it's not the best manager, but what he's, what he's managing to do and has done with a pretty average list, second least, second low, lowest valued list in the league at the minute. And we defended really well last night. We just, we basically did not allow any cut through at all. And, I don't know. What do you reckon it reeked of arrogance, or do you reckon it was Fulham's defence that oh, no, there was a like, lot of really average shots? Like you just played def- like part of the bus counter attack. 
Like yeah. anyone does against Arsenal lately, it's just we'll park the bus and then we'll try and get them on the counter. How do they beat this then? How Because obviously every team, now it's a blueprint to beat Arsenal. So is this mm-hmm. now McAllister's biggest challenge? Yeah. I don't Like I was saying the other week, I don't feel like Arsenal have made any progression since last season. Like we've signed Declan Rice, yeah, fair enough. And he is bringing... He, like his ball recoveries are really good. Like last night, he was soon as you got the ball and you were counter attacking us, he would snuff it out straight away. Like we'd win the ball back almost in, instantaneously as soon as you got the ball. But that's a good thing. But our defence, he's took Gabriel out of the team. He's put Thomas Partey at right back. He's put Ben White at centre back and Gabriel and Saliba, uh, sort of as a cent- central defence, like centre of the back three with Kiawari, who, by the way, I think is quality, on the left. So he's just, met, he's just mixed the whole defence up from last year. And it's just, it's just, it's going to take time, isn't it? At least these issues you're having are happening early. And yet you're obviously still, what, two and one draw. Yeah, but so it like, you're not happening you're early. not down the bottom. You're not down the bottom, but it's happening early. So now that you guys can turn it around and fix it. Do yeah, you know what I'm saying? Like it's... You could lose the Premier League on, you know, these yeah. little... Lose uh, losses and draws. Like if you don't sort mm. it out soon, like you don't. The, the Premier League is brutal. Like there's teams like Man City that will win every game. Like there's teams like like your Liverpool's, your, your Man City's, your Manchester United's. They won't drop points. Whereas if you're gonna yeah. just start experimenting, start of the season with your defense, you're gonna drop points. So and I reckon that's the key difference. Watching Arsenal to Man City, like even when Man City are playing crap, they'll find a way to win. They've done it where Arsenal were playing rubbish last <clears> night, <throat> they hit the lead. If that was Man City, probably would have been 3-1 by the end of the match. Yet, as Chris said, Arsenal hit the lead from playing pure attacking football. And as soon as they hit the lead, they go back to a defensive game style. Yeah. They don't attack till the 96th minute. Yeah, well, It's clearly not their game style. So Attack is our game it. style. Defence is not. Yeah, attack. Exactly. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Where'd, you, where'd you go next week then, Chris? You got United at home. United at home, yeah. Yeah, what do Arsenal need to do next week to to get that win? Or do... go back to the system it was before: Ben White right back, Saliba, Gabriel, and Zinchenko, that worked so well the first half of last season. Um, and go with that. Stop fucking around with Thomas Partey at right back. He's not. A, he's not a right. He's back. not. He's a centre midfielder, a holding midfielder. Put him in that. And yeah. Havertz was dog shit last night. He'll be a flop. He He'll be a flop this year. He won't shit. do a thing. Honestly, like, I couldn't... I was in bed watching it. Ellen was asleep. And I was fuming. I wanted to throw my phone at the wall. Every time <laughs> Gabrielle or someone passed him the ball, he would... He did... He'd just pass it straight back to them. And they'd already made a run. He'd literally give them the ball back. He gave them the mm. ball about five or six times in the space of the first half. And I just couldn't deal with it. I was like, what is this? And then Fabio Vieira came on and bossed it, got two assists and nearly scored an overhead volley. Like, he was the standout player for me. Mm. Amazing. Good uh, good point to get. Yeah, it was a good point. It was, yeah. a good, it was a good game. Like, you couldn't, you can't fault it for um, excitement and end-to-end, to be honest. Like, for, for the first 20 minutes, it was back-to-back, end-to-end, attacking football, with attack, You'd get it. You'd counter. Like it was a real exciting game to watch. It's just frustrating. We've got Ange ball next week. Fulham versus Tottenham. I thought you had Man City. No, we've got Tottenham next week. Oh, you got us. Week after. Ah, yeah, okay. Arsenal, Man City and Tottenham in three weeks. Tough run. I do rate um, Madison though. 
Real rate yeah. Madison as a signing. That is a top class good. signing. Told you, uh, yeah. Angie doesn't like it. He doesn't like a showboat pony player. He likes everyone to chip in, and the goals are spread. There's no prolific striker. He's no. he's got you playing good ball. Yeah, <laughs> we'll see. I've not got too much to say Tottenham at the moment. So, did you, you watch the game? Yeah, I watched it. Yeah. What do you What do you yeah. think about the game then? Um, that Richarlison is the worst striker in the world. Agreed. He's yeah. awful. He's actually. I'd rather. I'd rather not play with a striker. Just don't, don't. There's no point. He's terrible. He does nothing. You know what I wonder about him? Do you reckon he'd be as big of a dickhead in real life as what he looks on the pitch? Oh, probably. He looks like an absolute cocksmack. <laughs> Who's that? Oh, my God. Rich Allison. He oh, just yeah. looks like an absolute flog. Yeah, I think... He's no, he does. He does. No, he's, ru- he's actually rubbish. He's actually awful. <clears throat> I think... We need to we need to strike a man. Wow, you haven't got long to sign someone, so Oh, haven't let's we get got that young haven't we got that young kid? Valise. Valise. Ne- never heard of him, but I'd pl- be playing him instead. What was that? When's the transfer period over? Thirty first of August. Thirty first, yeah. yeah. I'll tell you who really impressed me last night, Josh. Um Harry Wilson. Yeah, he was good, wasn't he? He's quality. Ken? It looks yeah. like Ryan Rosling off off um Barbie. Yeah. Yeah, he dyed his hair blonde. Um, just before we wrap up on on uh, uh, Premier League, who do you reckon is going to win out of Newcastle and Liverpool tonight or tomorrow Ooh, night? That's going to that's going to be tough. That um, <laughs> Newcastle one nil. Newcastle, yeah, one nil. I reckon it's going to be a high scoring game. I'm going three two. The Newcastle. I'm going. Yeah. I'm going three nil Newcastle. Oh, it's, it's at St James's <laughs> Park as well. Yeah. So, which is Newcastle? Yeah. Good yeah. atmosphere there. Like, you give me a bit of geography on that place because I freaking love watching games at Newcastle. Are they literally? Is that like the party town of England or what? Pretty much, yeah. Yeah, it's wonderful. I love watching Newcastle play at St James's Park. It looks like a bucket list. I want to go there so mm. bad. Yeah, yeah. Good. Newcastle's awesome. Yeah. yeah. Will you get killed if I would I get killed if I went in a Fulham shirt though? Not if you're Aussie. No. So no. it's not. It's not that type. Of, it's not a West Ham type where you wouldn't go to an away game. If you do Ham. go, wear no. a Sunderland top. Yeah, that's probably the best thing you can do. Yeah, yeah. Wear a Sunderland top and they'd love you. Yeah, no worries. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah no worries. No, no <laughs> it's nearly as big as that rivalry between Fulham and Huddersfield you talked about. I've never spoken about a rivalry with Huddersfield, you, you talk. Did, yes, you, yes, yeah, you have. You did, like, I said episode... I went to the game. Yeah, go back to like episode two. Yeah, I think it's episode two, and you're like, "Oh, there's big." I went to a big game the other day, like full of Huddersfield. Is that is that a big rivalry? I went to my (laughs) first game. I said, "Yeah, the the towns are next to each other." Actually, I had a beer with Huddersfield, and I know Huddersfield's in Liverpool, you dicks near Liverpool, because I've actually got geography, a sound understanding of geography. I don't think Tasmania is part of Ireland, like you two knobs. Right. (laughs) that that would be Adam that has no <laughs> no idea about geography. I am oh, rubbish. We don't we don't have any bloody. Have you the atmosphere at Craven Cottage is like an atmosphere at a morgue because our supporters don't <laughs> Seriously, it's like it's like an AFL match at You play in a garden shed, that's why. You know what? It's better than having a penis and a two sets of balls sticking at the top of our stadium like There's one ball actually. Flogs. Also, <laughs> Huddersfield is not next to Liverpool. It's close to Liverpool. It's well, I mean, it's not. It's very close to Manchester. How far is it from Liverpool? It's about 
So it, an hour in, in between, uh, no, in between Huddersfield and Liverpool is Manchester, Oldham, Rochdale, Bolton, Wigan, yeah, Warrington, nice. <laughs> Halifax. It's, it's, it's basically making, a joint to Leeds. Don't start making up names of towns now, Halifax. <laughs> we all know that's, <laughs> that's a bank. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> No, uh, we don't, right. we don't we're, apparently Chelsea's a rival of ours, but we don't have a rival because we're fucking we're the, we're a minnow club. Yeah, you're minnow. You bet the Chelsea. Bet well, yeah. in Chelsea. Yeah, I bet the Chelsea. Chelsea. Anyway, yeah, we need to jump off football. Adam's bored. Yeah, Adam is bored. I wish he'd shut up. Actually, he keeps yeah. talking. So, Adam, go on then. <laughs> in the chat. The <laughs> in the chat. <laughs> jump, jump onto Prem soon. Let's get off. <laughs> jump, wrap up on Prem. <laughs> jump. I'm half asleep. You can't that was blame twenty me minutes yet. ago as well. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I think Josh, you want to start the World Cup, don't you? No, I've spoken enough now. Yeah, I'll yeah, ask go you on, log off, mate. Talk crap about it. Go on, mate. You start the World Cup. Right. We, we give him the chance to speak, and he's like, "Josh, you start." Yeah. Who's your, who's, firstly, who's your tip? So the, the United States haven't brought a strong team, but they're sitting at a dollar ten, I believe, to win the comp or something ridiculous like that. Who do you think wins? Wins the World Cup. England. It has to be USA. Has to be. There can't be another team. It's got to be them. Now, there's no other team that will be as competitive as USA. They've got all the NBA players. I know all of them aren't playing, but still, they play at a high standard, a lot higher standard than what, let's say, Australia, who have like half of their United team in and shit. So, has to be USA. Yeah. Well, on that, do you reckon, have you ever seen a team get more of a free pass to win a World Cup than the United States? What I mean by that, now hear me out, this World Cup is being played in the Philippines, in Japan and in Indonesia, so three separate countries. Yep. Every single team, every single country plays at least one match in the three different places, except for the USA, who play every single one of their games in Japan. They do not move. From their hotel in Japan. Every other country has They're to... They're always favoured, mate. They're but always favoured. How, how is that? That is just a total lack of... Sh- that's a cross yeah, shit. How is, is that, shit. How is that, that even doesn't fair? sound right, yeah. It doesn't sound no, fair. No, no. It's not, it's not fair. And it's, it's always been like that. It's always been like that for the USA. They've always had... Because everyone watches them, yeah? Because it's obviously got all the NBA players. They're the most viewed team. They've always been looked after. Always been looked after, mate. They'll never, they'll never not get looked after. Is all I'm saying. It's not fair. It's definitely not fair. Why would you not give these these rookie countries, or say rookie countries, like less likely countries to win a shot? Make USA travel because because everyone wants to see. I know everyone wants to see the USA, but like they've all. I, I'm all for them moving around because other teams get to see them. Because when yeah. they're playing in the NBA, obviously they're playing in America, yeah. So yeah. not everyone gets a chance to go and see him. It's a good opportunity, like you said, to go to those three different countries and um, what do you call it, have people see them. But yeah, I'm. I think it's bullshit. I think it's always been bullshit. I think it always will be. I'll tell you exactly what it is now because the USA want to position themselves in a camp in a developed country. They don't want to go. The USA are too good to send themselves to a dangerous, <clears throat> dangerous country. No, they're God's gift, mate. Yeah, like. Australia's going back to the Philippines, even after what happened last time to Chris Goulding. You boys yeah. saw that, where the Philippine yeah. player kicked Chris Goulding in the head. On the they all, they all um, I heard jumped about, onto Yeah, us. I did see yeah. that. The crowd got involved Massive in everything. Yeah. 
Yeah. Yep. And we're going back to play there. You don't hear us say, no, we're not going. No. Like, no. We don't have a leg to stand on, though. Philippines you lose basketball. No, no. They we do. are third favourites, though. We are, we, are, we are a chance to... I reckon we'll get a medal. $10. I think, I think we're third favourites because of how well we performed last World Cup, plus having Josh Giddy come into the team. Obviously, Jock he Landau, wasn't... How big of a loss is that, though? Who? Sorry? Jock Landau or Landau. How big of a loss is that? Oh, it is a loss, but it's not... It's not that big of a loss like they've still they've got a better team than what they had last last he's tournament he's was it two only... years ago they played two? Yep. yeah yeah he's our only seven foot player though we, our next tallest player is 610 is that a big yeah, but... oh, that's, yeah, yeah that's we're we're push on 610 with our team though we're all about pacing that obviously you want the height under the rim to get the rebounds and that um but our team's about pace mate so they've covered them did you? I seen something the other day that a basketball court is the size of the sixteen yard box on a football pitch. That is the size yeah, of a, that. That is, that is the size of a basketball court. So it's not. Yeah. yeah. How much pace it's do you need to go? Oh, yeah, it's a lot of running. You're back and forth, back and forth. Like it's it's like doing the beep test. You you know about the beep test? Beep bullet beep test. Do you know? <laughs> you know about the beep test? Yeah. So it's yeah, like yeah. doing that four times a game yeah you know, running up and back running up and back so yeah it's a it's a high intensity game so yeah all right we're gonna put but, this on insta ads mvp for the competition it's a good question i think i think if australia go deep i think patty mills is a chance but yeah i don't know who do you reckon Oh, you'd, you'd have to, but the thing is, I haven't seen the USA lineup. For us, for Australia in particular, I'd have to go Giddy as our MVP. Look. But who who's the best player in the world? Current, well, who's the number one player at the World Cup at the minute? Well, I'm just having a look at the Giannis. The American he playing? Um, he should be. Should be because half the Americans don't want to play, but they've also they want to play at the Olympics next year. Did you hear that? Yeah, no, I heard that. So they've all put their, all the big players in America, LeBron, Curry. Um... So Giannis didn't play the other night against Jordan, but his brother did. I'm assuming he's in the team, but I don't think he's injured. I haven't heard anything about him being injured. Why, um, uh, why are they keen to play in the Olympics, but not in the World Cup? The Olympics means more, probably. Mm. Yeah. Really? Mm. It's in mm-hmm. Paris, and they probably all want to go to Paris. They don't want to go to... The Philippines. I guarantee you, when they play the Olympics, you'll have Paris um, is a Paris is James. a dump, Paris is a dump. Philippines is beautiful. I love Paris, but anyway, you'll have James play. You'll have Durant play. You'll just have all your high end players, and they'll win gold. They've always won gold. They always will win gold because, like I said earlier, the USA um, they can obviously pick all the whole team from the NBA. So obviously not all the star players because other players play for different countries, but they have a, a, a high variety of picking star players is what I'm trying to say compared to Australia who will only have three NBA players. Maybe Ben Simmons might pull, put on the jumper, who knows yet with him, but 
Do you know what I'm saying? Like they've got more of a a, a category list to pick out, an A grade list. I was listening so to the other day. Have we not got nine players at this World Cup NBA listed? So you got Matthias Thot, but Thibault. What? How do you say it? Pronounce his name. But I meant, I meant, I meant stars, like Last actual party. starters. So yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So I meant just Giddy, just Giddy, Paddy Mills, and um, Joe Ingles. Is Paddy Mills still counted as as a star though? Well, that's the thing. Paddy Mills doesn't even start in the NBA. Yeah. He's a bench player. He's our only starter, isn't he? Correct. Yeah, because he plays for the OKC. Ingles doesn't start either, does he? Um, Not this year. He has been a starter. Yeah. He's getting a bit older and a bit, bit, um, yeah, just a bit slower these days. But it's exciting. It's exciting to see the um, Basketball World Cup again. So I can't see another team winning it, to answer your question from before. You you would say it's going to win it. Yeah, a bit of a one-horse race, isn't it, basketball? I can see Australia getting to... You know, into the the um, what do you call the semi-finals? But yeah, no, it's, it's USA's. So um, rolling off that, I just want to roll into the uh, 2023 NBA Hall of Fame. Um, so that happened the other night, the 11th of August. So I just want to congratulate all 12 members who um, got inducted to the team. So I'm just going to run through who they are and a little bit of a background story of why they were nominated. So to get into the Hall of Fame, you have to be retired for three years. And so the 12 new members. So the first one's the 1976 US Women's Olympic team. So after 47 years after winning silver, the first US Women's Basketball team at the Olympics, the squad was finally announced. <clears throat> so I couldn't find much about them, but that's, that's the first ones that got inducted. We'll roll over to Becky Hammond, who was the first women's coach in the WNBA, which is the Women's League. Um, So she compiled a record of 416 wins and 160 losses so far in her career with the Las Vegas Aces. And she has a possible future of being the very first women's NBA coach. So we'll roll on to Jim. Good on her. Yeah, good on her. So we'll roll on to Jim. Stats as well. Yeah, yeah. We're rolling to Jim Valvano. So his career record. So he was a college coach. So um, he had 18 years, 337 wins, 200 losses at 0.62.8 win loss percentage. Um, He had two championships um, in the regular season and two in tournaments. And um, at the NCAA tournament, so that's the actual college basketball tournaments. He won one final and one championship in 1983. So you can get inducted into the NBA Hall of Fame even if just by it's, doing college so basketball. With the NBA, NBA Hall of Fame, it's like a basketball general Hall of Fame. Anyway, we'll keep rolling. We've got Gene Best. Best finished with his career of uh, 1,300 wins, 416 losses and won two national championships and was runner-up twice within those um, those years of coaching he went on to the final four eight times amongst his 17 trips to the national tournament. Um, they won at least 20 games per season in all of his um, years coaching. Best was a two-time coach of the year and including one season as an assistant coach. He coached in 1,746 games with a winning percentage of 0.756. So that's huge. Mm. That's a huge stat. Mm. So we'll go on to Hickson. In 42 seasons, Hickson won 826 games, eight conference titles, and two NCAA Division uh, Three national championships. 
in 2007. He was the coach of the year for leading his squad to a 32 record. Um, we'll move on to Gary Blair. Career record, 37 years. Imagine coaching for 37 years, mate. Fuck. That, that's that some commitment, there, isn't it? That's that a long career, yeah. Mate, and that's just coaching. All of these coaches would have played as well. So yeah, his coaching record was 852 wins, 348 losses at .71 win-loss record. His conference championship, he won nine and um, nine tournaments, so 18 in total. And uh, 26 years, um, two final fours, one championship in 2011. So we go on to Gene um, Keady. Keady played five seasons in the Dallas Charles San Antonio. Sorry, hang on. In that um, Dallas Charles comp, he was the San Antonio Spurs. Um, he played the 1976-77 season for the NBA Houston Rockets as well. We jump on to um, Greg Popovich, who's still currently coaching. He's still an active coach for the uh, Spurs, and he's going into his 26th season this year. So he's been the Spurs coach for 26 seasons. Um, he's carried the team five times to a championship, and he's been the coach coach of the year three times. And so those were the coaches and the um, obviously the women's um, Olympic team. And then there was four players who, again, have to be um, retired for three years. So there was four players that got inducted, which was Tony Parker, 18 seasons. 17 of those 18 were in playoffs. Uh, he played. He got drafted to the Spurs and played for the Hornets as well. Six-time NBA All-Star, four-time NBA Championship, all for the Spurs, and he won Finals MVP in the 06 to 07 season. Um, Paul Gasol, 18 seasons, 12 in playoffs. He got drafted to the Grizzlies, uh, played for Lakers, Bulls, and Spurs, and the Bucks. So he done a bit of trading throughout his career. He's a six-time NBA All-Star uh, Rookie of the Year in his 01-02 season, and he won both championships for the Lakers in eight and nine to nine and ten. Um, Dirk Nowitzki, 21 seasons, 15 in playoffs, played his whole career at da um, Dallas Mavericks, 14-time NBA All-Star, 06-07 NBA MVP. He was a um, champion for... Um, 2010 and 11 season and won the MVP finals player that year. And then my man, Dwayne Wade, 16 seasons, 13 in playoffs. He played, he got drafted to Miami Heat and also played for the Bulls and the Cavaliers and finished off his career at the, um, at the Heat. So he finished off where he started. He was a 13-time NBA All-Star. One of them was MVP in 2010. Three-time NBA championship, all for Miami Heat. Um, won the final um, MVP in 2006 and was the scoring leader in 08 and 09. So they were our 12 inductees into the Hall of Fame and, yeah, from the Sports Society, well done to you guys and congratulations on a, on a fantastic career and, yeah. Well done, so, boys. Well done. Well, that was well a great, great read out there, Adam. Cheers, mate. That was a long one. Good, uh, yeah. Good section. Nice short <laughs> list. Yeah, nice Not short, short list. list. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, nice. well but yeah, we like to we like to acknowledge greatness. So it was good to give them a little bit of our time to obviously acknowledge those players and coaches on a fantastic career. Not all through the NBA, but obviously through the women's NBA and the college, and just in general, being part of a basketball family. Um, 
Family, correct, yeah. So well done to you guys. Yeah, some great players in there as well. Kobe, MJ. LeBron James isn't in there yet though, is he? No, because you have Maybe. to be retired. That's but only... LeBron James, yeah. He, he's de- he's... definitely be in there. He's already got 100%. one foot in the door. Steph Curry will be Mate. in there, I reckon. Yeah, Steph's in there, 100%. Yeah. These players know they're going to be in there, but yeah. obviously they make it that you can't go in there until you're retired for a certain amount of years. But they yeah. know as soon as that three years is up, LeBron's going to be in it. Durant's going to be in it. Kyrie Irving's going to be in it. Like, there's thousands of them that will yeah. be in it. So, yeah. LeBron's LeBron's going to be number one in there, mate, with him, Jordan, and Kobe. Jordan will be. Michael Jordan will be number one. Different errors. <laughs> All right. Let's move on. Formula, Formula one, one is back. Yeah, baby. I hate, hate the summer break. Too I'm long, mate. Way really too long. It's only a month, but still too it's the long. longest month ever. I actually really got into the Formula One, and that that little break actually disappointed me because yeah. I've been on nights <laughs> just, and just, it's just it's, yeah. I've been really into it, and now it was like there's no more for well, what, now what you've have got a something month, to so. do. Yeah, it's not now you got something to do to tonight. Back. So beautiful. Yeah, what's GP tonight? But did you see the qualifying? Anyone? Yep. Yeah, oh, I, it was good. I was actually racing in it. Was Le- it Lawson eighteenth? Liam, yeah, Lawson twentieth mm-hmm. actually. Is it twentieth in the end? Yeah, twentieth. Yeah, come come last. Is his F one debut? He's obviously the Alpha Tauri reserve driver. But if you didn't see it, Daniel Ricciardo broke his wrist. Yeah, in the crash, both Aussies crashed. I did, off I did see some just, sort of article about that. Yeah, yeah. Piastri creamed it into the barrier, and then about two seconds later, Daniel Ricciardo creamed it into the barrier. Yeah, but so oh, that gives Liam Lawson a, a shot at the big stage. So credit to him. So we'll see how Terry gets on tomorrow. Not Lawson in Formula hard. One. Hello, is Lawson. He, do we know much about him? Is he any any decent, or we don't know? He's he just um, like a. He was good in Formula Two. I think yeah. he came fifth Top three in Formula, or was it third? Might well, have been third. Not sure where he ended up in the championship, but I know that when I was watching him, he was always in the top top three at least. He was always podium yeah. anyway. So Formula Two is just like your your comparison to AFL, VFL. It's like your reserves, pretty much. Pretty much. Is that what we're yeah. saying? Yeah, well, no, much. it's no, it's like it's a whole new championship, mate. Like, there's no, there's no, not reserves. It's just a different classification of car. Yeah, but, but obviously same, the standard it's, it's the is same going. Team. Like, yeah, yeah, but I'm saying is the standard obviously less because it's Formula Two. It's not Formula One, or is it like a completely um, off? Is it off the Formula One? And it's just a different grade. Like it's just a different. It's a feeder for Formula One. If if you ask That's me, like, sen- like essentially, all, yeah. it's all the same cars, and it's their essential reserve drivers. If if you may, because yeah, but because yeah. what's his name? Ricardo's bloody hurt himself, so he's gone and gone. Like Liam's come up. Is that, is that what I'm saying, or is he yeah, just filling yeah. the spot? Yeah, basically, yeah, yeah. it's like a reserve league, yeah, sort of. It's, it's still a championship within itself, but it's Formula Two. It's still Red oh. Bull. It's still Mercedes. It's still yeah. you know. Well, they, they're all they're all called different. They're not actually called Mercedes, McLaren, Red Bull. But it's still their teams. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's, it's still their associated teams. Yeah. Anyways, let's but, jump into it. Going back to Liam Lawson. Yeah, I've, I must be thinking of a different. Of a different driver, his debut season is this year. In Formula was, One, yeah. No, in Formula Two. No, because we were talking about him last year. Just, uh no, sorry, I'm reading the wrong thing here. Yeah, yeah no, form, Formula Two, yeah, it's, I think 2021. Yeah, his debut we were... season. He was in Formula Three before that. Yeah. So yeah, that's the natural progression in in driving is your Formula Three, Formula Two, Formula One. 
pretty much. It's very rare that you'll just come into Formula One. Lance Stroll. Lance Stroll did. Yeah, because his daddy. Because his daddy. Yeah. Well, that's <laughs> yeah, that's different. Um, but yeah, good on him. I'm good. I mean, Ricardo's a, uh, he's he's a has been anyway. So I, th- I think it's time he. <laughs> I think he told me left because all he is is a, he's at best a reserve driver for for the teams, and then who is it that left? I um, mean, it's he's he's just another Valtteri Bottas. Like he's had his shot at a big big team, so yeah, why not go race for these these smaller teams? It gives them a bit of publicity. It might might get him a few points. So. How old is he? Thirty three, I think. Get, just Probably. move aside, mate. Let some young lads get in there. He's no, no good. Got, no, he's not. He's not great. He wasn't good when he was at Red Bull. No, he's won like seven races or whatever it is. He's not yeah. like, not won a lot. Can't right. remember. But. And wasn't it him that cra- they, it was him and Verstappen that crashed into each other and took each other out of the race in uh, Azerbaijan? Yeah, because yeah, Ricardo thought he was better than Verstappen and went toe to toe with him when they were in first and second place. Yeah, and then took him out of the race. He's an idiot. Yeah. Speaking of Max, he's chasing another F one record with the most consecutive Grand Prix wins. In a row? Well, that's, in a row. That's what consecutive means, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, Sebastian Vettel holds a record for nine. Nine consecutive wins. So Max will beat that this weekend. I can't see him losing. Nah. Can't, can't ever see him, see him losing. losing. Nah. Um, Lando starts second. McLaren did well. Yeah. McLaren doing really well. Yeah, they're doing very well. Their upgrades are paying off. So. Yeah, it was a good qualifier, really. It was. Um, Williams. What about How him? good do they look? Oh, awesome. At, yeah. <clears throat> Amazing. Sergeant got into Q, Q3. Yeah. I mean, do you see his red flag? But, no, I didn't see his red flag. Oh, I smashed the car to pieces. Did he? Yeah. Just before a race, nice. Uh, two, minute, two minutes in to Q3, smashed it to pieces. <laughs> uh, he just lost the back end. It was, it was a wet track. It was drying. Yeah. Uh, it was a quite exciting qualifier, actually. It was like wet, dry. Oh, I, did, I think I did see the crash. He's, he took yeah. all the... He's took all the um, the front wheels off and his front right wheel or something came off and his yeah. back, everything came I, off. Oh, yeah, the two front wheels came off, front wings fucked. Yeah, that's the difference but, in like having a decent car but with an inexperienced driver. That happens. Yeah, 100%. Yeah. yeah. Whereas you don't yeah. see that type of stuff with Max or Lewis or Lando or, so, or anyone speaking like Speaking of Lewis, is Lewis losing it? Yeah. Do you reckon, yeah? Yeah. Didn't even like, make Q3. No, he was out in Q1, come, what's it, 16th? I think 16th. it was. 16th. Yeah. Um, I'm pretty sure it's 16th. Um, he was very quick to dismiss the reporter by what saying say? the car was, no, car was just no good. That's all he said for the past two yeah. years. Yeah, I know. But Russell was fine. He, he got P3. Yeah. So, exactly. If he's making P3 and Lewis Hamilton isn't and they're driving the same car. Yeah. Then you've got to say, well, yeah, mate, you're just underperforming, and you have been yeah. for the past two years. Maybe he's just lost the desire after Verstappen. Well, when it, when he was cheated out of that championship in um, in uh, Abu Dhabi. Yeah, I think he's just lost it after that. He's like, oh, yeah. I could have been, I could have been the all-time great in F1, and now it's near enough impossible because of how fast Red Bull are. Yeah, they're just running away with it, but you still contend for points, still contend for the podium. Yeah. And just think, what's what's so different about Russell's car to, to Hamilton's? Well, 
What is? I don't think there is any difference, is there? That he has oh, a... you can, yeah, you can have minor changes, yeah. Yeah, but what, Russell's not going to... If Russell's car's performing better than uh, Lewis Hamilton's, they're not going to just go, oh, yeah, cool, we'll just let that... You'd obviously make those changes to Hamilton's car as well because you'd be like, well, Russell's car's performing better than yours, we're going to make those changes to your car. Well, it just... Russell's car might just favour the downforce, which the Dutch Grand Prix is a heavy... It's a high downforce track. Yeah. And hence why the Williams were so good, because they favour the straights and the downforce. Mm-hmm. So maybe Russell's car is just better at that and Hamilton's Hamilton's more suited to the high-speed corners, maybe. The high and medium-speed corners as opposed to the low ones, but... I don't. I don't see any. I don't see Hamilton's car is favourable in any situation at the minute. It can't handle. I mean, well, he did well at Silverstone. Yeah, he didn't. Who? Where did he finish at Silverstone? Third. Uh, Lando was second. Verstappen was first. Was it third? Yeah, it was third. Yeah, third. Yeah, like he couldn't overtake uh, Lando in that race. Remember? It's because the McLaren's just better at the moment. But like, I don't see him. The only the only thing I see him better like doing well in at the minute is when he's got DRS. Who doesn't do well with DRS? <laughs> True. That's the only... True. I don't see him outperforming anyone on the corners. I don't see him outperforming anyone on the straight. Don't see any of it. He's just... Mercedes, yeah, Mercedes is not very good on the straight. Ah, it's, t- it's awful on the yeah. straight. If you've got a Red Bull behind you, or behind any car, like just you might as well just move over. Yeah, Red Bull is first in every aspect of yeah. Formula 1. Yeah. Yeah. High speed corners, low speed corners, medium speed corners, straights, DRS. Yeah. Downforce. They're just they're just first at everything. And it doesn't and it makes yeah. a difference having a, a driver like Max Verstappen who's so aggressive in undercutting corners. And even when he goes round the outside, he still then undercuts you when he comes on the inside. He's just yeah. so brave and he just he just goes for it. He's got the race in line, he goes for it. And I think if, mm. if Lewis Hamilton, to this day, if he didn't go so wide on that corner in Abu Dhabi, then he would have probably won the championship. He, he, was, so- he, was, on, he was on like 35 lap hold hards though. Yeah, I know. Verstappen had fresh softs. There was no way. And it doesn't matter what he would have done. Verstappen was always going to win that. Yeah, but in that point, um, that's when the Mercedes was better than the Red Bull and faster. So all he needed to do was cut, put the inside line on the both of those... I think they had three corners left. If he'd have just put it on the inside and defended when Verstappen tried to come on the outside, all he would have had to do is just floor yeah. it in the straight and the Red Bull wouldn't have been able to keep up. Right, It's, it's because like, it was on the restart when it Verstappen was level with him, which yeah. you're not allowed to do anymore. They, no, they no, that's, yeah, that shouldn't be allowed anyway. Like if you've, no. you, you can't, when the, when the safety car has been deployed, and then the racing's about to start again. You can't then start next to the the car. Like that wasn't how you ended the lap. Even though no. Verstappen was actually five cars behind Lewis Hamilton, it should have yeah. ended. It should. It shouldn't. They shouldn't have let them relap. That's another thing. I mean, it's massive controversial. No, we could, yeah, point. we could go. We could go on about the twenty twenty one. Yeah, I'm a big Lewis. I mean, I'm a big Lewis Hamilton fan, but I feel like he's just given up on this season. I reckon he'll stay yeah. for. I'll, he'll stay for next season. Um, well, he hasn't signed another contract. I reckon, yeah, but I'm just saying, I reckon he will stay for one more, depending on the car, um, and then hopefully he's got a better car than this, this year. All right, hypothetically, if he doesn't sign a contract at Mercedes, where does he go? Mm, I think there's only one other team that he can go to. Go back to McLaren. 
He won't go to McLaren. Nah, probably not. Where's he'll go reckon? to Ferrari. Ferrari? I reckon he'll go to Ferrari. If anywhere, he'll go to Ferrari. They're the Why next biggest contenders. Because they're the next biggest contenders. Well, but Aston Martin. British, British... Um, Potentially, yeah. British car if... manufacturer. To, to be fair, Aston Martin's a good shout. Once, But you've got to get Fernando out. Stroll's never leaving. I reckon oh, just, get, just get rid of Stroll. He's all right, but if you want, like, if you want your team to succeed, get. I would drop Stroll for Hamilton. But then imagine having Ham- Hamilton and Alonso together again. Again. Oh, that would have been good. Yeah, yeah, that was... that would be good to see again. Yeah, but they 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 butted heads when they were teammates at McLaren. Yeah, massively. Massively. Oh, they butted heads again, weren't they? I always remember when um, uh, on I think it was Q three. Uh, basically, Alonso took ten or so more seconds longer in the pit stop than he needed to. So they changed the tires. They'd done what they needed to do. And they were letting him go, and he just sat there idling for ten more seconds. He'd obviously calculated that if he sat there for ten more seconds, yeah, he would qualify, and Lewis Hamilton wouldn't. So he sat there for ten seconds, and then he went, and then Lewis Hamilton could come in get his tires changed. But then by that point, Lewis was never going to qualify in time, and, and Alonso qualified in just in time. Uh, so that was where the rivalry started, I think. I think actually yeah. it started mm. a week before, but I think that's where it really started and they just hated mm. each other. Yeah, We all love a rivalry. Oh, I love it. Yeah, it's not, Love yeah. Formula One, man. There's just no rivalry this season, is there? Like that, It's actually quite a boring season. Yeah, Because Max no is always going to win it. Yeah, exactly. Like, I would, if, if yeah. I was the FA, I'd be going in, FIA, I'd be going in and going, look, we get that you've got a fast car. We we you need to t- tune it down because there's there's no competition, and yeah, we want to see boring. competition. Yeah, this is boring. You can't yeah. you can't do that. I know, like, I know you can't. Yeah. yeah, but F1 has always been that though. F1 has always been one team that dominates. Yeah, always. Yeah, yeah, true. So <clears throat> they need they need to do something that just levels it all out. But and Max, I don't, I don't know they, if you they, can. They do try. That's why they put brought in the car regulations last year and what cost they are caps, this year. yeah but the cost caps do nothing Max has too much of an ego to come second or third and be happy with it do you know what I'm saying like he yeah. won't he won't agree to I reckon, it I reckon all the teams should just get a set amount of money right every team just gets X amount it's exactly the same from Williams to Red Bull yeah. and you have to use that money to develop your car yeah and how you then that all just depends on how good your engineers are well at least yeah. it's fair isn't it yeah. So it's a fair game. And- then it's fair. Then it's proper racing. Proper racing. But everyone go into making their own power units as well. Yeah. Like, don't get your Mercedes and your Ferrari and your Red Bull. Go and everyone in the off season, all get your own power units and then yeah. go from there. Yeah, that'd be funny. Yeah. That would be, be sick. Good. I think yeah, that's that what NASCAR good. is. Is like they build, each car is built and they don't share engines or engine um, manifolds or anything with anyone else. Yeah, I'd have to look into it, but I feel like that's the case. Mm. So, yeah. But anyway, Max Verstappen in pole again. So obviously yeah, he's going to win again. He's going to win again. Yep. <laughs> we knew he was going to win. Yeah. It's not. Yeah. yeah. No um, other competition. Who's coming second or third? List. <laughs> I think it. Let's to be honest, about. I think it will be Lando. The way he's Lando going second. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I think We're, I think Alonso is going to going to contend for the the podium. To be honest, yeah, yeah. I, can't, I can't see the Williams finishing on the podium. 
So they'll drop. Prez will be there. Prez uh, will be around fifth to third. Where's he starting? Have you got They've the... got him at uh, seven. He's starting seventh. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, okay. So I reckon he'll make it into a podium at least. I reckon it'll go um, yeah. Verstappen, Alonso, uh, Verstappen, Lando, Checo, Alonso. Yeah. Yeah, yeah good shout. Yeah. yeah what good are your predictions? Top three. Top uh, four. Obviously, Verstappen, mm-hmm. Norris. I think Russell will get podium. Russell, Alonso. Yeah. I just yeah. want I just want Max to DNF, man. Oh, I just want oh, him to well, DNF. Wouldn't it be amazing? Yeah. Just on the grid, engine blows up. Yeah. Up, out. Break his leg. <laughs> yeah. Uh, he's out for the rest of the year. Yeah. Break his leg. <laughs> Break his wrist or something. He'll still drive. He'll still drive, yeah. yeah I told you, yeah. his ego's too high. Yeah, it is, yeah. He'll be like, Lando, get out. I'm driving. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah they're like best mates, Lando and, yeah. and Verstappen. Lando's good, best man. mates, yeah. I'd, uh... I'd like to see Lando win. Yeah. He's great, mate. Yeah, yeah. Chris, I, is, I, Chris has changed his tune now. No, I, don't, I still don't like him. I think he's a bell end. Like but when he's he was, on, he was, a, he is a bell end. Like when he was on the podium, he's doing this, slapping the champagne bottle on the thing, and he's broke. Just two tro- He's broke two trophies. Broke Verstappen's Silverstone trophy and Hungarian trophy because he's been doing it. <laughs> maybe, he's just excited. Yeah, maybe Lando should um, kiss his president. Yeah, yeah maybe. maybe. On the podium. maybe. Kiss, kiss Zach Brown. Yeah. Like, <laughs> Let's not get into that. <laughs> Sorry, right, we'll have a load of dads like you. Like, oh, it's so funny. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's um go on to rugby first, and we'll finish with AFL. Uh, I've only got a little bit to say on the NRL. Um, Ryan Pappenhausen returned last night for the Storm. Oh, yeah. oh good, you were there. Uh, it was you? good. Yeah, I, I was saw. There. That was a good I game. Heard the roar about it. Yeah, so the, he's, um... so he's been out. Obviously, if you didn't see it, go watch it back. He's shattered his kneecap. Yeah, like, yeah. and he's been out for four hundred and five days, and he came back yesterday, um, and he got a big old cheer. How did he, he go? Few, um, he played well. He was only on for the, like the last, I think, maybe fifteen minutes. Yeah, so yeah. Was just getting um, him into it. Yeah, yeah. I'm not really sure what position he was playing though, because obviously we've got Nick Meany at fullback. Yeah, so I'm not sure where he slotted in. It kind of looked like he came in at the centres, but yeah, I'm not I'm not entirely sure. Well, they obviously um, gave him a ten-minute run before yeah, the last match next week. Yeah, just to give him a run, like he was named Correct. in the extended squad like earlier on in the week, so everyone knew he was coming before a massive final series as well. So it was good, good to see him back out there. Yeah, um, the only other thing that I've got is South South Sydney assistant coach Sam Burgess has walked out, so it's all going a bit tits up for for the bunnies. Um, Sam it doesn't mm. doesn't surprise me from Sam Burgess to be honest. Bit of a hothead, isn't he? Yeah, yeah. He walked out of the club, and I I think he said to to the coach Jason Demetrio. I think he said he's being too soft on Latrell and Cody Walker. Yeah. So yeah, yeah. There, there's some shit Probably going on wrong, down there, and they're I think they're sitting eighth at the moment, so they're yeah they're struggling. They're, they're struggling. Mm. So um, they have a different buy. season for him, isn't it? Yeah, they well, had a buy this week. Yeah, they they had a bye this week. Um, yep. yep. So, and to be honest, the bye couldn't have come at a worse time. They yeah. really need to be playing oh. these last two games. So they've got Correct. a game next week. I think they got the Roosters next week. And the Roosters are now firing again. So well, we'll see how they go. But that's all I've got on the yes. I haven't got too much to say. Well, I mean, whilst we're on rugby, 
Rugby World Cup starts soon and England played Fiji last night and we lost. Ah, uh, weren't that terrible. Awful. 33, uh, sorry, 30-22. Yeah. was a England, final score, wasn't it? This is the worst I've seen England in a long time. Like, we are rubbish. It's t- the, the sl- I swear it's the slowest team we have got in years. Like, it's such a lacklustre performance from them, from the... From the Fiji game to the uh, from the Wales game, like it's it's awful. Like we're we're not going to even make it out of the group in the World Cup. Nah, I mean, given given the recent performances, I don't think we'll do very well now. Yeah, but it's 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 warm up, isn't it? It's it's World Cup warm up. It can completely change. It's not going to change that much. Trust me. Like we haven't got the players, and the players we do have, we've got some old. I can't even. I don't even know his name, but it's not Dan Cole. But I think it might be Dan Cole. He's so old, man. Even that, like I'm. I look. I watch the. I'm just watching the highlights again, and our flankers are so slow. Our number eight so slow. Like they're they're just. There's no who pace. Was, who was? What was the team team sheet? Have you got it? Um, yeah, Freddie Freddie Stewart. Freddie Stewart. Uh, Max Malins fourteen, Ollie Ollie Lawrence thirteen, Manu Tuilangi right for the, for me Manu Tuilangi's past it. Johnny May's decent. Yeah. John George Ford obviously Owen Farrell's out because he got a red card, so George Ford wouldn't be playing in my eyes. Um, nine Alex Mitchell crap, Ellis Gangs all right, Theo Dan crap, Dan Cole it was Dan Cole slow yeah. as a well, honestly the slowest bloke on the pitch and he well, shouldn't prop, be playing. So you can't... I mean, you can't. Yeah, but still, like he's 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 so slow to get to the breakdown. Like you need your props there, so when you, you when you your player gets tackled, they're in there, and you know they're probably not going to migrate across the pitch the whole time. But so they sort no, no. of step, they what you do is you sort of have your your pack around the middle, yeah. So then when the the play breaks down, you've got someone going in over the top protecting the ball. Dan yeah. Cole is so slow to these breakdowns. Um, I haven't rated Dan Cole for for years. No, nah, he's just a big, big old prop. That's it. And I think it's <laughs> just gets it. in the way. But yeah, yeah, he's past it. Uh, Mario Yatoji, obviously decent, but um, he 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 goes he goes hot and cold though. Yeah, Yatoji. Yeah, yeah. So what one minute he's phenomenal, he's man of the match, and then yeah. he's just he's just dog shit the next week. Yeah, like there's no consistency with him. He's not like a Martin Johnson type. Uh, he's not a Martin Johnson type player. No. Um, Ollie Chesham, uh, number five, uh, Courtney Laws. Courtney Laws is a blindside flanker. Yeah. Why? I mean, I wouldn't be playing Courtney Laws blindside flanker. He's Where like six foot eight. He's slow. Where would you play? Number, number eight or something? I'd or? put him at number, to be honest, obviously our number eight is uh, Ben Earl. Ben Earl is actually, yeah. I, I don't mind Ben Earl. Um, I don't know. I thought Courtney Laws, second row. Jack Wills is all right at seven, open side flanker, but um, yeah, they're just real crap. And then our bench is Jack Walker, Joe Marler, Will Stewart, David Ribbons, Lewis Ludlum. Lewis Ludman's all right. Danny Kerr, Marcus Smith, and Joe Merchant. It's such an. There's a lot team. of Harlequins player there. Yeah, such an average team. Uh, yeah, I just I don't see any like we're not even going to um, compete at this World Cup, to be honest, boys. So. Nah, I don't think so. Um, Personally, I'm not disappointed. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, Australia. Neither are you. 
Australia. Uh, yeah, but I'm not worried about us. <laughs> Mate, we got no chance. I mean, England. We've been in fi- we've been in final after final for years now since two thousand and three. We've been in like, always, had a good always, always made the semis. Uh, yeah. We've made I think four four finals in the last six World Cups. So this is a you'd be surprised, mate. You'd be surprised. Nah, honestly, mate, this is terrible. Like you don't fit like before a World Cup, you don't field a team like that. Like. Mm. He can't still be making his mind up about picking players. These, this should be the the like like South Africa's game against the All Blacks the other day demolished them. Thirty five seven battered them. Yeah, there was a time Hammered where them. it was twenty nine zero for most of that game. Yeah, like it's it not... was they they smashed them and they fielded a strong team as well. So it's not like they're not trying to figure anything out. They go right. This is no. our strong team. This is our strongest team. This is it. We're not it's more just routine now. Yeah, isn't it? Exactly. Um, do you see any other results? From the rugby? Yeah. Nah. Italy did well, 42-21 against Japan. That's good. Yeah. That's very good. Like, it- Italians have picked it up recently. Remember when they used to be horrendous? And you just said Japan's going to be pretty decent as well, so they must have been all right. So was that Japan? Japan. <laughs> oh, Japan. Hey, Japan. I'm sorry, let me, let me rephrase that. So you're, you're saying that you <laughs> Japan... <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, your boys, your your second boys, Chris Scotland. Yeah, they're doing all right. Thirty three six against Georgia. Now I know it's only Georgia. I know, yeah. But Georgia are not a pushover. Yeah, they're not a pushover. No, they're yeah. not. They're a good team. Yeah. Um, um, a, a good thing that's gone in everyone's favour, actually. Well, for us mainly, is Elton uh, Jant Jant from South Africa has been banned from rugby for banned substances. Oh, yeah. So he's out of the World Cup, which is uh, which is good. Just need when, to when, we need just need to ban banned? the rest of them now. Does it say when he got banned? Uh, recently, like the, literally fifteen hours ago, I read that. Ah, uh, so so he did he play for the South Africa All Blacks game? Yeah, do you know he did? Mm, see how that pans out. Uh, Ireland beat Samoa seventeen thirteen. Yeah, they look good, man. They look very good. Aren't, some, aren't Samoa's rugby union team terrible though? No, well, they're not they're, very good. I don't know. I haven't really watched them, to be honest. Um, they're not bad. They're not great. They're not like you. Know, they're not like the rest of the city. Like Tong, Tonga are good. Tonga are right. Yeah. Fiji are good, obviously. Um, <laughs> are they? Yeah. <laughs> but they're all right, mate. I'm. I was watching the highlights. They're just massive. They're huge yeah. blokes, man. <laughs> I reckon, all props. Yeah, I reckon. <laughs> Like I'm yeah. honestly, oh my god! I'm, I'm watching the highlights at this moment in time, right? And Dan Cole, Fiji break the line of defence. Dan Cole is jogging past this guy. Yeah, he's jogging past this guy. I wish I could share my screen. I can actually share my screen. Watch this. This is how. This is who we're taking to the World Cup. Look, see him here. Yeah. Watch him in a sec. Right, breaks the line. Look at him. Does look at him. <laughs> look at him. <laughs> That that just, was shocking. He just jogged oh, past him. The guy, no, not even him. an attempt. Look, ankle tap. No him. attempt to grab him. No attempt to ankle tap or nothing. Oh, that's shocking. That's shit. Yeah. So slow. Anyway, but I mean, you, you don't you don't expect a lot of running from your props, though, do you? But, anyway, um, and I, and I, I said it the other way. Argentina, they're going to be a dark horse this this World Cup. That that's your underdog team that will do well. I mean, they came out and they played against themselves. I don't even think Spain were there. 
Yeah. 62-3, they beat Spain. Yeah, that's good. That's they held them trialless, yeah. I mean, it's Spain. Spain are horrendous. Yeah, Spain, it's so, not their sport, is it? So, No, it's really not. They're too busy really, kissing really presidents, not. probably. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Cut that bit. <laughs> um, anyway, um, we'll move. all right, well, yeah, let's move on to the AFL then. Yep. Let's move on to the AFL. There's not much to talk about. Let's um, let's get into Friday night's game. I don't. Yeah, I go don't Friday nights. I don't want to talk about this game for long. Me being this and supporter. Well, Chris Pies, and I should say. Pies Sorry, and Chris No, you're a Hawks fan now, Chris. Let's let's just yeah. appreciate. Let's just appreciate Hawks Colin the year and so congratulate them. congratulate them on becoming minor premiers for the year. So well done to the Pies. Hang on a minute. Hang on a minute. Well done for being minor premiers, but absolutely no one cares about the minor premiership. No, no, that's no huge, one cares. Mate. Minor, is it though? Minor, minor <laughs> premiers are massive, men. Is it though? Massive, no, because you got to look. Is yeah, no. I've is never seen uh, right, driving driving around Melbourne. I've never seen someone with minor premiers sticker. Oh no, on the back no, of their no, car. No, no, no. I'm it's not always saying... grand final winners <laughs> or premiers. I'm not no saying that the Collingwood Premier a toss. I'm not saying that the Collingwood president's going to go and kiss all their players. I'm not saying that because they haven't won. <laughs> they haven't won anything yet. All I'm saying exactly. All you just I'm said saying that. Is, they haven't won anything. They've no, just won the minor to, premiership. But you don't care. Up, listen to me. All the minor, All I'm saying about the minor premiership is Collingwood are now sitting on top. They're going to have a home final at the MCG. They're going to win that home final. They're going to go onto a prelim at the MCG yeah. where they play. They're going to win that prelim and they're going to go on to the grand final, which is, again, at the MCG. So, Collingwood finishing first, they do not have to travel if they play well in September and credit to them. So, I'm not saying minor premierships like, oof, how the good finals, they can... The finals they can... are so unfair, man. They're, they're not, so though. unfair. Of they're course not, they though. are. No, it's because that's what Victoria. happens. But it's, no, it's unfair no, for no, teams no. that play no. at the G. No, they're not playing Victoria because Brisbane are about to host the final at the Gabba. The grand final is always at the MCG. That's what I mean, the grand final. Which I yeah. think it should be. That's that's fine. But it's not it's not um, unfair for the other states because you've got to have your teams doing well to host the final. So, And then, um, obviously, Carlton's going to host, but... Again, Sydney could finish sixth today and host the final against. I think it'll be you guys well, or even the Giants. What What I'm trying so, to say is, if you if the team plays at the G and they make it all the way to the Granny, then that automatically an advantage. So Collingwood or Carlton. Yeah, but they, they deserve make, the advantage. That's what the minor premiership is. They deserve no, that. No, I'm not. I'm not talking about the minor premiership. I'm not talking about that. I'm talking no, about but, the grand final. They they play at their home ground for the grand it final. Matter. So yeah, unfair. It, not like a not like in like the EFL playoffs where it goes to Wembley. Your semi-finals and your finals are all played at Wembley. Fair. It's on neutral ground. There's an equal amount of fans. There's forty thousand one fans and forty thousand of the other. It's fair. Yeah, maybe that could be a case where it's like maybe in the future they can do a neutral ground and not have you know people's home grounds at the MCG. But the MCG holds a hundred and bloody five thousand. Yeah, so, or so you can still hold the grand final there, but people <clears> need to stop using it as their home ground. Anyway, we're getting off topic. Any, yeah, so, yeah. congrats to the Pies. We'll roll on to Frio and Hawk. Frio absolutely punished Hawthorne. Who tipped? Which... Who tipped Frio? No, nope. I did. I did. No. Frio, I did. Frio for me have been this team that if I don't tip them, they'll win. If I tip them, they lose. They absolutely <laughs> do my head in. They're a useless club. 
Anyway, I, 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 they, 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 they just had to win. They've had a disappointing season. They have so, had to win, but again, so winning finish, means nothing on a high. No, no, it, it means nothing, means but it just no. they finished on a high, and that's why I tipped them. I thought Hawthorne were going to demolish them, but pretty disappointing. Again, Hawthorne's actually had a pretty decent second half of the season. They were pretty disappointing at the first half, but again, they've showed some um, quality out of their youth, which is good. So we'll yeah. roll on to North Melbourne. I was, and, gonna, I was just um, about to ask you about North Melbourne. Yep, go on. How ecstatic was your missus? Uh, yeah, pretty pretty <laughs> pumped. She was, she was pretty pumped, but she was pretty, um, I would say disappointed, but she's pretty, she was pretty flat. Like she spent, don't, don't say because of the number one draft pick. She no, 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 no. I'm not going to say because of the number one draft pick, but like she's been like 20 rounds without a win and the very last game they finally show a competitive game where they, they have that standard to play throughout the season. Like they scored 132 points, mate. You can't yeah, tell me that the bottom side or the second last side now can go out and score 137, 132, sorry. Yeah, no, So they nice. have quality, but yeah, again, she was just spewing because they, they showed something in the last round where they can turn around and, you know, actually play, play yeah. football. So be, be like, but, be like Molly, Chris, that Molly supports a, a dog shit team and she always has done. No, no Hawks no. have lost one week and you've, you've chucked them in already. Molly, Molly supports I never that start, team. I never started family. supporting them. We, we we agreed on the wheel last week. Ah, uh, fuck the wheel, mate. <laughs> no, oh, I'm because all, it hasn't I'm gone all for Why don't you want us to support Essendon in Arsenal? I'm not. I'm not saying not. You haven't chosen your own team. I did, I chose. We made a bet. I got. I mm. got honour the bet more than I got honour a wheel. Mm. Rubbish. Anyway, <laughs> rubbish. So fucking rubbish. Good and stuff to North look, Melbourne. It, it, I don't really follow anyone's. <laughs> I happened to be watching the, the Hawthorne game last night in the pub and I thought, well, these are crap as well. Can I just support someone else? <laughs> oh, su- support Essendon then. They're just as they're, they're worse than Hawthorne, in my opinion. They're Might terrible. support St Kilda. Yeah, We've made on. finals. You've <laughs> That's who you supported in the first place. It was actually Do you know what's funny? Do you know what's funny yeah. with St Kilda, right? They made finals. They would have went and celebrated like no tomorrow. Yeah, they of course, won yeah. finals. Watch them get battered in two weeks' time in their yeah, first Yeah, probably, final. probably. Oh. But we've made finals. We've done well, so you yeah. have done. I'll credit we're not. We're not. We're not a done. club that's gonna. You say we're. You support Richmond anyway, so <laughs> I, I don't support Richmond. <laughs> I swear this topic comes up every week. I know, it always does. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Anyways, let's roll on to Brisbane. They 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 were piss poor against you guys. We you guys were, actually narrow win. Well against them. That was yeah, a narrow, narrow win. win. Yeah, narrow win. And then again, the dogs comfortably in the end. Beat the old men. The first three yeah. quarters went that well, but comfortably in the end won the game and gave themselves a chance to play finals. Um, this, well, depending on the result tonight between Carlton and GWS. If GWS win tonight, they obviously make the eight, and if they lose, the dogs make the eight. So yeah, and then just another Adelaide West Coast, which was dominated by Adelaide, but a nothing game. So yeah, that's all. That's all I have for the AFL. And two weeks time, we talk about finals, which is exciting. So that'd be good. Ooh, yeah, yeah. very good. I'm yeah. I'm just one supporter where I'm like, thank God, it's around 24. I don't have to watch Essendon play anymore because fuck them. <laughs> you start right. watching Arsenal every week now, mate. <laughs> I, they do shit for you. No. <laughs> I do have a bit of soft spot for West Ham, though. Oh, I do have a soft up. spot. Yeah, f- oh, you're, you're a football whore, mate. <laughs> football whore. Football whore. No worries, mate. West Ham no will do well this year, man. Yeah, I think they will. Well, we'll see, won't we? It's only three games in, so yeah. 
Just just know that I have a soft spot for him. So just know, that. yeah. Shit, man. <laughs> just whoever's... know that I'm covering myself in case Arsenal is shit. <laughs> yeah, whoever, whoever starts winning, yeah. Yeah, pretty much. Nah, I'm, I'm the same as Chris. I honoured the bet and I'm still an Arsenal. I'm a fan base... I'm a fan base with Declan Rice, mate. So name one other player. Well, I don't need to. I just said Declan Rice. <laughs> <laughs> what part of London? What part of London are Arsenal from? Um. So what else have we got? What other? <laughs> <laughs> Great Arsenal fan. Well done, oh, mate. I don't even know where they are on the bloody map. Well done. The yeah, UK. no. So anyway. stop asking me silly questions. So pick your own fucking team. <laughs> but, all right, boys. If that's uh, if that's everything, then. Yep. For this week, we'll wrap it up. Yeah. yeah beautiful. So, good, good episode, boys. Well done. All right, catch you next week. See you next week. See you later.